listening to County Live, the second of two, 2000 and 2000. Yes, of 2020. 2020. Sounds like a beginning of one of these new age formations. It's not 442 anymore, it's 2020-104-2020. But let's dive straight in. Disappointing result on Saturday. Uh, So it makes Saturday coming against the Dorks a very big game. (laughs) I'm going to start by saying, okay, yes, it's immature and this may not get everyone's approval. And I don't mean any disrespect to Dorking, but... Dogs, yeah, it's funny. Yeah, we're not. Um, it's not a personal thing. It's just a funny word. I mean, the, the badge is interesting. The fact that it's a chicken uh, is is what is one to keep an eye on. But yeah, no, let's let's jump straight in. Yeah, disappointing at the weekend. Um, no one will, will say that it wasn't. However, um, and it's easy it's easy for us to say there were positives and then clutch at straws and say something that isn't really positive. But last Saturday. In the second half, County were by far the better team. They just couldn't get a goal. Well, well, they, no, they got a goal. They, they couldn't get the three required. Um, so, credit to Boreham Wood. They did what Boreham would do. In the you know, given that we've played them twice and in both games they were really strong, really good, especially up front. I mean, they've got a couple of players there: um, Sorba Thomas and Tishy Manga, who. For the life of me, I can't figure out why they're at this level. Um, absolutely incredible. I mean, Festus Arthur, we we know he's a young player. We've spoken about um, the potential uh, in this young man's um, in this young man's career that's that's only just beginning, really. But boy, did he have a tough test against Tishimanga. And f- listen, I like Festus a lot, but I think Tishimanga had the run of him at the weekend and. That, that's no that's no disrespect to Festus. Tishmang is a very, very good player. When County changed at half-time, they went to that back three, moved things around a little bit. All of a sudden, it nulled him a little bit. Took him out of the game, but ultimately, it was it was too little too late by that point. Well, two things for me on that. Number one, that's a learning exercise for Festus. Festus, Festus, yeah. Festus. It won't do him any harm at all. You know, it's yeah. always nice to win, always good to play well. I'm not saying he didn't play well, but I'm saying coming up against someone like that, next time you play against someone like that, you're going to be better. Well, listen, Jim, Jim, when we beat <clears throat> Halifax over the Christmas period, 5-1, he didn't get too carried away. So he doesn't go and get carried away the other side when, when we take a loss either. So it's football, you know, as much as you might not believe it, but Liverpool, they will lose again. Man City, Man United, they, they all go through tough spells county it has to happen this weekend though it's it's a great springboard that is the game this weekend because we're up against the dorks um who i don't even know if a dorking is a bird but it sounds like a bird so i'm gonna go with it the dorks, <laughs> i would bet my house that it's not a bird well it sounds like stork and they've got a chicken as a badge so the dorks are flying high ish in uh, the the National League South. A couple of weeks ago, they were second when the draw came in. So people were talking about, oh, you know, this this could be a bit of a, a dark horse, uh, a, a, a dark horse, if you like, um, to come up against. But they've lost the last couple of games. They, they've slipped down the table a little bit, albeit they've played very good teams around them. They, they've lost the last two, if I'm not mistaken, uh, to to Bath and to uh, sorry sorry to Dartford. And to Eastbourne now, Dartford in particular are punching around those playoff places. They they are almost like the in the county position of recent years, with the exception of when we finished first, of just chasing the pack. So it was always going to be a tough game for them. They've lost that. They've they've slipped a couple of places. So 
both teams really need this game a to progress in the cup and and, and to go on and and see what they they can achieve in the FA Trophy this year. But B Springboard just just to I'm not going to say to kick the league campaign back off because County have only dropped points in the last two games. It's by it's by no means a crisis, but I just I just felt there was a little bit of a spark missing certainly in the first half on Saturday. And if we can go get a good win away from home against a good team that we've not played before, something new, come back refreshed, happy days, let's get back on with the league. Yeah, the other the other thing I was going to say was that thing about, you know, trying to find positives. And, you know, people often accuse us of being too positive, be, be too, you know, instead of being, you know, walking the line. But if you're a manager of a football team, you can't. You're never ever going to say, "Well, we lost." You know, there's absolutely nothing is redeemable from that game, and well, especially it, maybe if you lose ten nil, maybe. <laughs> but, yeah. But do you know what I mean? Even if you lose six nil, you know, you've, you and you're away at City or whatever, you've lost six nil. You're not going to come away and tear into your players. Well, Jim, you know? Jim, Jim said it himself in in, in the game we beat Halifax five one five one. What a win, you know. Uh, and and on the other side of the coin, what a defeat. Halifax played some good stuff. They scored a nice goal. Jim referenced it himself in his interview. So, yeah, uh, the thing that does amaze me is um, you, you hear talk of this minority of fans who are forever just kind of sitting in the stands berating every pass that goes wrong and every, you know, yeah, okay, Ben Ingler fumbled a couple of, uh, a, 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 you know, a couple of shots at the weekend that, that usually he would save and... It's no reason to jump on the guy, especially not the manager, do you know. But um, listen, it's football. That's what it is. Ferguson got pelters for a while at Man United. Players, I'm sure um, there'll be Liverpool fans out there who don't agree with such and such a player. Barcelona fans who don't agree with Messi all the time. It, it happens. But um, yeah, I, I think we we are positive about County. We are sometimes a little bit over enthusiastic, but. I mean, Jesus! Look at the last couple of years. We've we've won the league. We've been in the playoffs. We've been we've been a few years ago. People were crying out for the rot to be stopped and turn this club around and all the rest of it. And look where we are. We're in a much healthier position. So I think we're right to to, to go a little bit positive. Yeah, other podcasts do what you will. That's up to you. But we feel it's our job to be positive. Uh, so you have to see Jim now. Let's put the interview in here. Jim's Thursday evening back here at Sedgley Park. <laughs> Tough game at the weekend, disappointing results. Uh, let's talk about that before um, before the weekend. Now everything's settled, you've had a chance to look back at the Boreham Wood game. Just just give us some thoughts. Um, disappointing. Uh, very, very poor first half. I thought we looked in certain parts of the pitch a little bit disjointed. Um, uh, some credit to Boreham, but um, some discredit to ourselves. I think... Um, we reshuffled, we got going, but I just think generally there, there was a lack of an edge about us, um, people making uncharacteristic mistakes and decisions. And um, and I just think, like I said, the edge was off us. Maybe that was a, a culmination of four games in such a short period. Um, you'd make that excuse uh, if Boreham would. It looked less of an excuse or reason if Boreham would had four games, but they didn't. They only had three. So, um, but I think they got it right. Uh, in elements, we got it wrong. And then uh, once they got the tails up and had the confidence, I think we found it very hard to get back in the game. We, we gave a good fist of the second half, but we never did enough really to win the game. Well, look, looking at that second half, would it would it be fair comment to say County were a much better side than Boreham would? I, I've, I've just 
been speaking with Martin for the other half of the podcast, and we were saying they were County were much improved in the second half. I would go as far as saying they were significantly better. They just couldn't get the goals to, to, to back it up. Yeah, we we, we uh, in, in typical recent fashion, we've been carving out lots of opportunity, lots of pressure. Um, I think if you looked at the stats, you'd probably say we had more chances to them, more set plays. But the thing that probably jumps out from the, the statistics is is that not enough of them were on target. Not enough of them made the keeper into work. Uh, not enough of the set plays went into the areas in which we attack and you know get players. So that little bit makes the difference. Um, previous games, the shots have been flying in. Uh, everything's been on target. Everything's made the keeper work. And uh, in this particular game, too many shots were off target. Too many shots just didn't have, or crosses didn't have the the... That, just that extra edge just to make sure the quality was there and to, to test them more. Um, in that sense, it would have been interesting if we did get that second goal, how the game would have panned out, whether that would have given us the energy. But it was always going to be hard to ask the same lads to lift and go hell for leather in the second half when it's the fourth game in, in four days, and uh, sorry, four, in 11 days and very, very hard, intense games on big pitches and in, in particular with the final game, a soft pitch. So, Tough schedule all round for the lads, and uh, I suppose uh, this week has been empty. We've been able to regenerate, refresh, um, get rid of the concern and anxiety of people going. And now we know where we stand in terms of our own group, and we just move forward now and uh, hope we can give a a good account and a better account of ourselves come come Saturday. It, it does move us on to, I say four departures. It's, it's four loans ending with Adam Hamill, Joe Leesley, uh, Devante, uh, uh, and Tom. What are, what are your thoughts on on certainly the latter two's contribution? Who they won over some fans, but obviously we've seen them now go on and sign other deals elsewhere, so they won't be coming back. But what were your thoughts on their time at County? Uh, yeah, just reflecting on all four, um, all four of them I felt were really good signs on paper. When you look at what they've done in their careers, I think Adam Hamill, unfortunately, was a disappointment. Um, never really delivered on where he's been, and then for the last month we never seen him. Um, Joe Leasley um, started maybe a little bit of an edge missing from his game, maybe from not playing, never really got going. And then near the end, he, he got he got stuck in and wanted to play a part of it. And he did brilliant in two of the three games before the end and, and certainly helped in those two victories. And it was a, perhaps that's enough for him to get moved to Stevenage. It was great. The loans worked for him in the sense that he got his career going and now he's stepped up, uh, fortunately for him, to Stevenage. And it's a, it's a fantastic opportunity for him to go and play league football, which I'm sure that even at his age he wishes to have. Um, Tom and Devante, uh, good young players, played their part in Salford's rise, um, but found themselves not part of their this season and, and unfortunately not part of their plans going forward. So um, it was a good move for us in terms of them giving us energy and um, a little bit of pace, a little bit of quality, um, but also a very good move for them in, t- in terms of positioning for uh, permanent moves potentially. Um, obviously, I think Devant did a permanent move still to come. and uh, But um, yeah, no, I felt both of them did really well for us. I think we'll, uh, we'll look back and... and and thank them for the part that they played during this period. I think we needed a couple of players to come in and give us a lift, put some energy back in the group, um, give us a little bit of competition, give us a little bit of, I don't know, extra drama, extra excitement about the team. And uh, and that sort of lifted performances to the point where we can uh, look at the league table and think, well, 
first part we wanted to achieve was was that, was that consolidation of a position in this league, and I think we've well well on course for that. Um, now we have to dust ourselves down and, and decide um, how we go about the remainder of the season. Do we uh, look to add? What type of players do we add? Do we look for players to, to keep us strong for this season? Do we look for, to add players that can grow over the course of this season and make us look a really good side next year? Because it's not just about what we do in the next three, four months. We've got to be preparing for a very successful season next year. Um, but yeah, so... Uh, look back and thank them for their part um, but now we don't have them and uh, we go back to our core group that served us so well over the last 18 months and um, and see what part they can do now to to, to get us uh, a result in the FA Trophy and then we've got another week before the Sutton game and uh, big game's coming up in January and uh, it could set a tone this, this next two or three games about what we can get out this season and uh, it's still the, the season's very much alive and we want to keep it that way come the end of January if you would just just kind of open up a little bit on on how transfer business works. We've seen Ben Jackson come in, um, who obviously county fans know. Do you do you always have an eye out for players? Can you can you look at one and, and always think I'm going to keep him in mind for later in the season or uh, maybe next season or make inquiries instantly? How, how do you look at players and how happy are you with the way the way it works and, and, and what you have? Well, I, I could sit for hours talking to you about the pr- the process and recruitment, and um, uh, what's more difficult at this stage is kind of um, recognizing um, what type of players to add to the group to improve the short term, but improve us medium term and long term. Um, I think we've got to always be looking to use our players and improve our players and take them forward, and then add players in the years at which we're short or we don't have the quality, or maybe an injury. Uh, so in that regard, we've still been working hard on the, uh, the left-hand side of the pitch. Um, so good news this last week in the sense of that we've, we've been able to retain Tyler and Ben Jackson to, if you like, uh, replace Scott Duxbury and Jake Kirby and Darren Stevens' absence. Um, uh, long term, we, we need to be improving or looking to improve in all areas, whether that be our own players or players from outside. But it's a difficult one because am I working off the budget at the start of the season? Am I working at a budget that's going to expand? Um, uh, are we are we going to be um, ambitious? Are we going to be realistic? There's lots of things. And uh, I think that it needs a lot of thinking about what we want to do. Uh, what I want to do is keep us strong, keep us moving forward, keep improving us. But I also want to do the kind of recruitment that makes sure that we start next season with a team, um, a team that's ready to start the season and compete in every game on a far better footing than this team was from day one. Let's have a look at the team physically then before we move and uh, look at Dorking. Physically, you mentioned that week off. I know there was a Cheshire Senior Cup game last night. Physically, how how the squad doing? Uh, great. Um, we were a bit concerned about the midweek game kind of affecting the preparation for Saturday, but but in some regards, um, uh, a large number of the group needed to play, and it was able to, uh, if if you like, um, analyse the group and understand uh, where certain players are in in their contribution potentially to the team, to the squad or give us the layers behind the squad. So I was kind of pleased in the game in a sense because we were able to give 90 minutes to several players that haven't played regularly. We were able to have a look at a couple of young lads in the kind of 
men's real men's environment really tough manly game um, and it, I think they all come through it really well uh, going into Saturday's game at the moment we're working off uh, we have got a very small squad when you consider we've got 20 um, one of them being an injured and two out on loan and also cup tied for this match so it was better for them to be out playing still which means we've only got 17 contracted professionals for Saturday which is fine if you have a 16, but obviously we've got an 18 man squad. So, um, we're looking to promote one of the young players, uh, into the 18 man squad. Um, only one rather than the four that we had to previously, we had last minute illnesses with Sam Minahan and Nile Bell's injury and Sam Walker's injury. So, uh, I think we're probably in better shape now than perhaps the, uh, the previous game, uh, albeit without, um, Tom and Devante. Uh, but we are, we are sort of looking at recruitment. Um, I've had to be very cautious because initially when we started this week, I had a, a set amount of money to work with, but I think conversations are happening over the last couple of weeks, which has allowed me maybe to to add, um, freshen up the squad, maybe change a few things. So we are working really hard. Um, going back to your question before, there's so many players, so many different types of players you could bring in. Um, I, I want players that, they want to play for us first and foremost. They want to be part of our journey first and foremost. And, um, but yeah, I'm not going to lose sight of the player, one or two players that can come in there, give us a lift, give us a hit, um, keep us strong and, and bring the rest of the group, add to the rest of the group as we move forward. So, um, but yeah, we're, 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 we're looking to recruit. The pressure's off this week a little bit in the sense that we've got these two weeks before the Sutton game, which we can have a, a lot of conversations with staff and people about players and uh, I, I, I would expect the, strong, the squad to be stronger in two weeks time than it is now but at the moment I'm very uh, satisfied with the 17 pros we're taking down and the part of the, the shape and, the, and the, the tactics that we're going to be employing at Dorking we've got to understand that Dorking are a really good side um, perhaps a little bit like ourselves few injuries, a bit of fatigue and a bit of the edge has gone off them in the last couple of games, but they've had a fantastic run. Be really up for this. Um, they've agreed, you know, they've gone out and spent some cash again uh, to strengthen this squad. They're looking to bring back Barnum from Barnet, who um, scored the opening goal against Bromley. So that'd be a plus for them if they can add that. Um, so it's a really tough game for us and um, no easy games at any level. And um, They'd be right up for the challenge of, of of taking a scalp of a team above them um, and looking to to beat uh, what they see as a high-profile name. So tough game ahead for us. But um, from our perspective, um, our own group is as healthy as it can be, really. Time for the, the cliche question. Is it nice to have a break from the league? Or do you not see it like that, being a, just a competitive football match? I think um, there's mixed feelings about the FA Trophy. Um, some of our fans, uh, are indifferent to it. They feel it's, uh, you know, I suppose it's like Premier League sides thinking of the League Cup. Um, perhaps, you know, there's a kind of a irrelevance, um, you know, maybe an opportunity for a manager to rotate squad, whatever it might be. But from our perspective, it's um, for some of our fans, they see it as a an opportunity to go to Wembley, uh, a, a genuine, well, it is a genuine opportunity for any non-league team to play at Wembley on the final day. And, um, we were only a goal away from that last year. So uh, we know it's a tangible thing. It's not just about playing games and filling empty weekends and um, perhaps uh, keep a momentum going. But in this particular case, to answer your question about a welcome break, I think what's been a welcome is just having a break from the league. Yeah. Um, in, in terms of like a ridiculous schedule. I mean, 
Nothing could change. We'll all moan about it. Uh, Premier League managers are moan about the injuries and the danger to players and the welfare of players. And they'll all, yeah, the, and the, the powers that be will just put us all in the same position next year, you know. So, but it's nice to have a little bit of a break for everybody to, to regenerate. And well, I think what's good about this week is that we've lost the loans and we're back to our own guys. Uh, obviously, we brought Ben Jackson in, but we're back to our own guys. And now we can see the shape of us as we currently stand. Um, I think what's going to happen over the next three or four months is that we're going to be looking for players to maintain the growth they've, they've shown. Can they go again? Uh, which players will, will under the, pre- the continual pressure of playing at the standard that we're playing at? Um, I think this club is on a journey or will go on a journey where some of our players will rise and be part of that journey and others will stagnate and others will maybe fall away. So I think what will be interesting this week to see how our guys do and then I'll be able to see it'll, it's coming a little bit clearer to me about who's going to go forward with us, uh, who we need to work hard to and challenge to come on that journey with us and um, the areas in which we'll need to improve. And uh, in that sense, uh, it's an exciting period for us and uh, an exciting period for those players that want to continue on. The last 18 months has been brilliant and I think the next 18 months can be sensational if we get a lot of people who want to work really hard to bring success to the club. It's, it's an interesting point that, and I want to go off on a tangent away from Dorking just to, to pick up on a point you've made there about it being back to our group. Now that now the, 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 the loanees have left... Ben Jackson aside, it's our core group. Does it feel like that? Does it feel like it's back to familiarity? You've had the you've had the boost and the lift that the players like Tom Walker and Devante Rodney gave you, but now it's 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 back to our business again. Yeah, I think there's always a, a danger with some lone players that they play their game. Uh, they play I'm not saying that any of our the loans we've had have played for themselves, but they are very mindful of um, contributing and uh, what they're here for they want to do well for themselves and, and they perhaps want to get into their, their own parent club they want to get to a higher level um, uh, obviously a, a side effect of that is they do really well for us and get us points and results um, I think what our, our core group are all about is they understand the value of the team the part that they play for each other in terms of getting results and they understand um, how the, the ethics that are there, you know, the work ethic, the team ethic, the kind of um, the character, uh, you know, and, and and people will look at some of the highlight players this season. We'll pick out maybe, you know, at the forefront of mine would be Tom Walker, and we've all enjoyed watching him and, and other players, um, Jamie Stock last year, but you know, because you never lose sight. Maybe it's like that saying, familiarity breeds contempt. I think sometimes we've got to respect the guys who do it week in, week out for us, who train every day with the intensity that. That, you, that gives you the confidence that they're going to do on a Saturday and, and it's that platform of um, professionalism and, and character and grit um, and work that we get from our group that I think has been a foundation what we need now is to give one or two of the opportunity to shine and one or two other players to come in and add to that group to make sure that we're, we, we're, we're, we're still growing and we're still going forward because none of us want to consolidate at this level none of us want to stabilise at this level we, we've got to now keep challenging ourselves to get better continually improve and I think um, like I said I, I'm, I'm really pleased because you know like we had this situation in summer where everybody was lamenting the loss of one or two free players and I had to remind everybody that we had 17 players from last year and they served us brilliantly last year my glass is three quarters full and I'm confident that our own players will keep that glass 
three quarters full and we'll fill it up and then we know we can add players to that because the market's open the opportunity to bring late players is there all the way to March so um, we're just going to keep adding keep getting stronger And um, but what we want is players that are really committed to growing for us um, when I came here as a player I wanted to be successful for the club as I came here as a manager I want to be successful for the club and if you put that if all of our players put that to the front of their thinking then we're going to have a successful season Looking at last season's FA Trophy uh, and taking into account what you've just said we were a goal away from a potential trip to Wembley a county even better equipped for the for the tournament this season given that there's more travelling games the trip to Dorking isn't so much uh, an alien concept this season because we've travelled away to a lot of games this season. Is it, 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 are we more prepared for this this week this weekend? Um, yeah, you could say that. I remember we, we we went to let me get this right Maidstone two year ago and Maidstone last year and you know on a Tuesday night. So um, uh, maybe they were National League sides and we went to Harrogate and played on their Astro and beat them. You know, fantastic result. You know, to be four one up. Um, and against a strong side who had just won the last three games. So I think we've um, we've certainly... Uh, the question is sometimes about the, the adrenaline that comes from these games. Because you know, our lads are playing filed away and playing Halifax at home on Boxing Day and playing Solihull Moors and all the, you know, Hartley Post Notts County. The adrenaline's pumping there. And um, we have to be careful that when we go to Dorking, the adrenaline's there. The adrenaline's for the competition. And um, yeah, but yeah, but in terms of logistics and preparation and uh, you know yeah we've got a lot more skilled at preparation for these games and I think it's shown in the way performances are about, about apart from the other shot game where I think they were really up for it and determined to get a home result to get you know get their their season going again but you know Bromley and Dover and, and all these places that we've been to we've we've looked very very capable of performing uh, with the energy and the enthusiasm and the physical prowess that we have at home. So that's the sign of good preparation. And yeah, so in that sense, I think Dorking, the travel aspect of Dorking doesn't, we don't fear, don't fear the Astro because we train on it regularly and we know what it's all about. Uh, but we know teams that have an Astro pitch, uh, especially in the first couple of seasons, always have a really good home record, very comfortable, very, very fast on the pitch. So, and, and talking about a great season and, um, you know, they've had a fantastic 10 years and they're already on, in the groove and uh, they keep investing money in their squad. Uh, the centre-forward they brought in has got a fantastic record. Uh, I think when he was at lower league teams, he got them to the semi-final of the FA Trophy and uh, uh, they'll be excited about their prospects, not just for the, the season, but also the FA Trophy and uh, the same way we were last year. And we went a long way as a very, very competitive team in the league below to the semi-final so um, sometimes the the National League teams can be distracted and think that they can turn up and win um, we know that we're there's a very very capable team in Dorking uh, if we win this we're in the last day uh, we'll just see where that takes us but very very tough game uh, we know if we go there and get a positive result the challenge will be up to them to travel to our place on the Tuesday night play us on grass um, so uh, interesting few days ahead but I just hope that we um we bounce back from um, Saturday's result and we know that it's from just a little bit of tactical naive and a little bit of edge gone off us physically. And if we can put them back in and make sure that they're solid and strong again, then we go with a, a purpose that 
this team has, in, you know, over the last two months has been in, in great form and, um, you know, we're looking to build upon that now and uh, start, you know, kickstart uh, the January start on Saturday. Jim, it's a big game. As ever, all the very best. Thanks so much. Before we close off on Boreham Wood and looking back to positive notes, you do have to pick a um, player of the week. Tough one, if I'm honest, because we, we didn't have a, a, a great go of it. Um, I'm tempted to say Jordan Keane for the, for, for the player of the week. Um, didn't have, I mean, it's not a slant at him. None of the players really have the, their best game. Um, I thought Adam Thomas was very good, uh, got man of the match, and it was probably well-deserved. Um, but Jordan Keane, in the middle, he's becoming, this is going to sound a bit strange, but hear me out, he's be, he's almost becoming like Adam Thomas, in that you know what you're going to get from him. Is he the perfect, completed, ready, rounded-off player? No. But is he a consistent 7, 8 out of 10 performer every week? You absolutely know what you're going to get from him. Does he chip in with a goal or two? Yes, he does. Uh, and I thought, okay, you know, none of them are walking out high-fiving each other after the game last week. Adam Thomas got man of the match uh, officially, but I thought it was between him and Keno, and I'm, I'm going to go with Jordan just to even up a little bit. So, as it is a cup game on Saturday, and we've had a tough Christmas period, do you see the team reflecting that in any way? Or do you think, I've well, got my squad, I want my squad. These are my lads, I want them on the pitch. So, Jim... Uh, let's let's be honest. We we've not in where we are in time right now. We haven't spoken to Jim Gannon yet, so I don't know exactly what he's going to say. But what I'm sure he's going to reference is the fact that there was a Cheshire Senior Cup game last night. Frustrating that we've not gone through, but positive the fact that he's been able to mix some of the younger players in with a couple of first teamers. The likes of Frank Mulhern, Sam Walker got minutes last night uh, and got a run out. We've also seen Ben Jackson come into the fold. You know, we've not spoken at all about the two players that have left this week. So um, there is a little bit of movement within the squad and players will have to move around and players will have trained and, and got warmed up for the Cheshire Senior Cup game because this is what the manager does, he prepares. So whereas he knew probably from the start he wasn't going to play his, his first team, what if two of the players in the warm-up pull up and you, you know all of a sudden you've got to move things around a little bit? So his players will have been kept on the rotor, if you like, this week. They'll, they'll, they'll have been kept the, kept the uh, aerobic flame moving around in, in training and whatever. So they'll all, I, I get the impression they'll all be pumped up and, and ready to go because they've had this midweek training session but without actually properly playing. So I think he'll start with Narbel. I, th- I think he'll go with the 4-2-3-1 but th- that's worked so well at the, at the level below. And I think he'll go with players that he can trust in those positions. That being said, Ben Jackson's come back in so you're going to want to see him go in there. Devante Rodney... Adam Thomas, Joel Easley have gone back. Adam Hamill's gone back. Um, okay, he, he didn't really uh, make much of an impression here at County, but but the others you feel did. Certainly Tom Walker, a lot of fans disheartened today to uh, see him sign for Fylde is what it is. But um, he, those players made an impact. So now I feel certainly I'm looking at Ben Jackson and I'm looking at Adam Thomas, who you would expect to play in the 7 and the 11 roles um, vacated, if you like, by those two. Um, and it's now up to Adam and Ben to go and say, right, uh, you know, uh, my position was tested. Those guys came in, those guys played a part. It's now up to me to go and show you why I'm the best. And if you're Adam Thomas, you know, a player who's been so consistent for County, go and show us. He's not even had a dip in form, but 
you know, his position was put under test a little bit. Go and show us now what you're about. Go and get a few assists. Go and get a couple of goals. Go and do what we know you can do. So does that mean they are your joint ones to watch? Yes. Because they're going to plug the plug those gaps. Well, Ben Jackson has to be the one to watch for me, really, because he's going to come back buzzing from from Huddersfield. Listen, he's a Stockport lad, but he's, he's had this wonderful opportunity to go and play a high level of football uh, with Huddersfield. Now, he gets sent out on loan last year to Darlington. He gets sent out on loan this year, again, to a non-league club to, to County. But it's his home club, and it's a big club. It's not just your average non-league club. Uh, he's gone. He's come back this time, uh, and you could have forgiven him for feeling a bit deflated. Oh, they're shipping me out again. They're putting me out on loan. But this time, he was called back for a big game against Leeds United, who are probably going to get back into the Prem this season. He's gone back, got That's straight... That's a big game. That's their derby. He's, they hate each other. He's got straight into the squad there after going back from, from County. He's then signed a long-term contract with Huddersfield, who then said, go back to County, get some minutes, really involve yourself in a first team. He's going to come back absolutely buzzing. Um, so he has to be the one to watch. I'll be completely honest with you. When he first came in, I thought, I'm not sure this is the right kid. He was playing at left-back. He's got speed like I've not seen before. He's a rapid player. You know, he's got a good delivery on him. But defensively, I'm not really sure. He was caught out of position. His, his passing around the back was a bit sloppy. You think back to the Chorley game, you know, cost us a couple of goals. You think back to Boreham Wood, he gets hooked early on. Um, he's just learned from it. He's just got stronger and stronger. Jim's decided to play him further up and all of a sudden, you know, he's getting goals, he's getting assists, he's terrifying defences. So I expect him and Adam to go straight into the squad in the 7 and 11, in the in the four two three one, and I expect a bucket load of crosses from both players because that's what they do ultimately. They've got different ways of going about it to get the job done. Adam tends to go wide and then... Draggy's crossing at the last minute. Ben is a very direct player, but there's going to be a lot of crosses into the box. And and Dorkingtonville Wanderers um, are going to, you know, they've, they've got a lot to um, to study on before the weekend, and uh, it's going to be a test for them. The Dorkingville Chickens. They are the chicks. They're they are the chicks. Dan Powell um, informed us all last weekend. Uh, a little known fact I didn't know. Their nickname is the Chicks. Before we finish. Um... I want to cut my eye in Dorking playing cricket. <laughs> <laughs> I'll go and have a word. Do you, do you yeah. remember who it was that did it? We're going down. Yeah, well, that's the interesting <laughs> thing. It was me. <laughs> I was batting <laughs> and I pulled the ball into my own eye. And I was, <laughs> I, was, I was lying on the floor with blood gushing out of my eye. And the bloke at the other end went, run! <laughs> and, you, and you didn't make it as a cricketer. <laughs> it's funny that, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> That's my Dorking story. Um, don't forget, you can listen to full match commentary of Dorking versus Stockport County on Imagine 104.9 FM with Mr. John Kieran at the helm and Mr. Riz Cridgeway. Yeah, close enough. Driving along. Chris, thanks. Cheers. Is there a reason you're... Whistling the Peppa Pig tune. I can't get it out of my head. I can't. It's one way to test the audio at the start of the show, anyway. It's horrible. <laughs>